0: Get paid for your pad 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 Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Get Paid For Your Pad I'm your host, Tuesday for Kapadia. Today, Jasper is unavailable. But it's all good, I will be running things today and I must tell you, we've got a great guest lined up today. His name is Amyad Soto and he is the CEO and co-founder of a new company called Guesty. Now this company is on the forefront of guest services for Airbnb hosts all over the world. I mean, they right now manage properties on every continent in, over, in about 25 countries. And the way they describe themselves is as a personal assistant for Airbnb. They'll stay on top of things and involved as the primary contact and really facilitate the entire process, especially if you're new to the Airbnb platform. But that's just a little taste of all the things that they do. I will let Amiad give you all the details and the nitty gritty of what his company can do for you. So without further ado, Amiad, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. It's really nice to to be part of it. Awesome. Thank you so much. I know you've got a very busy schedule, so I really appreciate you taking the time, as I'm sure our listeners do as well. So before we jump into all the background information, uh, what your company does and all that, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Cool. So uh, I'm a 27-year-old. Uh, and I founded the company with my, my twin brother, my identical twin brother uh, named Kobe, uh, out of our own need as Airbnb hosts ourselves. We wanted the service that can really help us uh, with all the hard work that is involved with running your own rent short-term rental, especially when we were out of town and on vacation. And um, just a little bit of background on ourselves, I am uh, industrial engineering, uh, I have industrial engineering background, but I actually quit uh, after two years. I didn't finish my degree. And um, my twin brother has a law school um, student. Uh, He also put his uh, degree on hold after three years. Um, Yeah, and uh, that's it, I guess.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I'm actually an attorney. I don't practice anymore. I practice for... Uh, About four years, but uh, a law school education does have a lot of application elsewhere. That's that's really cool. So you mentioned that, and by the way, not finishing your degree puts you in the company of many, many famous, famous, and very successful CEOs. So, now you mentioned that you began, you kind of got the inspiration for this service from your own experience as an Airbnb host. In what city were you guys renting out a uh, a listing? in Tel Aviv, Israel. Oh, interesting. That's awesome. So you guys, And you guys are both from Tel Aviv?
1: Uh, yes, but we actually ha- had two different properties, one my own and one his. And on two different occasions, uh, one that i flown to the United States and the, that Kobe flown to Barcelona, Spain, we both rented out our properties and we both had uh, lukewarm experience. So we, we both
0: decided that this is a great opportunity Ah, I see. Oh, that's very interesting. Now, and do you guys still rent out your places in Tel Aviv?
1: Well, now I live in it, so
0: ah, okay. but um, I I I
1: mostly rent it out when I'm out of town. So
0: okay, all right, cool. Okay, so now you got the inspiration. You and your brother, you had the idea. When did you officially launch Guesty?
1: So we officially launched Guesty on the end of last year on around November or December
0: okay and it's my understanding that I mean you guys have gotten a lot of buzz as a very excellent service uh, I think you guys have even raised some capital as of late some seed funding
1: correct we raised uh, some money from both Valley San Francisco Valley Angels and also Israeli uh, VCs
0: oh, that's incredible so there you guys so guys if you're listening it's a, it's a company on the rise, and like I said, they've had, you know, they've had phenomenal reviews from the properties they've managed, so it's definitely something, that, something to, to think about. So, by the way, what cities is your service currently available in? So, as,
1: uh, since we are an online service, we are available practically everywhere. Uh, currently, we are in more than a couple hundred cities spread on uh, 25 countries. Uh, in each continent actually we just got a couple properties in both Kenya and South Africa uh, bringing us to Africa as well. Oh
0: Wow that's awesome I know actually my co-host Jasper who was unable to make it unfortunately he just signed up for your service as well so I can't wait to chat with him about that and and see his experience which I'm sure will be which I'm sure will be terrific. So now you guys started the company and you, you so tell us what are, what do users typically use it for, right? If like if somebody is a new a new host and they want to sign up for Guesty, what are the things that they mm-hmm. can expect that you guys will will handle? Cool. So first of all, we learned a lot from so like since we opened the company,
1: uh, a couple of things is that there are many different types of hosts out there. a Couple uh, that do it just uh, when they are out for vacation and they rent out the property to to cover their rent or when people. Uh, are doing it as a business, or some, some people even have uh, big businesses of more than a couple uh, dozen properties. And each one of those uh, types of customers have their own different types of needs that they need uh, to fulfill. Um, most of them uh, just have too many things on their mind. and They don't have the time to handle the property, especially if it's more than a couple properties and it becomes like a full-time job. And they they need some help with it. And uh, since our service is only 3%, uh, it makes a bargain no-brainer for people to just sign up and have uh, a lot of the work outsourced to us. And we are really specialized in short-term rental, so it it makes a lot of sense uh, to use our service.
0: And just in case people didn't hear that, I want to make it clear because I think this is a huge point. You guys charge only 3%. Is that right?
1: Correct. We we do charge a minimum of three dollars. So if your listing is less than a hundred dollars, uh, there is a minimum of three dollars per booking. But, but it's per booking and not per night. So it's it's mostly we don't even get there.
0: Okay. Well, three dollars I think is fair because that's that's pretty inc- remarkable. We have talked to other companies that do something similar as far as, far as running the listings, and they usually charge somewhere between ten and twenty percent. So that's that's pretty amazing. How is it that, I, I, I'm just curious to know, and I don't want you to give away all your trade secrets, right? But I mean, how when you first began the company, did you envision being able to ha- run a profitable company at that low of a rate or how did that come about?
1: Well, to be honest with you, when we launched the company, uh, we didn't know how much you charge. <laughs> we were uh, out of the, like using the hats of Airbnb hosts ourselves, and we understand that the Airbnb hosts do it in in order to make some profit out of it so we didn't want as hosts to to share a lot of the profit out so we figured um what's what would be the price that will let people sign up and try our service and out of out of the experience we'll we'll know what the price is right and we started with uh variable prices and after some testing we got to three percent we believe it's it's reasonable and we believe that's the the price that we should charge our hosts on and uh uh, themselves are charging hosts 3% as well so we kept it as a as a as a flag of where we should name right
0: that's true that's correct so if somebody is signing up and I know uh, I know an issue that a lot of hosts wonder about especially if they're traveling uh, is the check-in right and some people have there's different ways to get around it even if people are doing it on their own but how do you guys for example help guests it when, when they're out of town Mm-hmm. So remembering that we are an online
1: service, we are a management platform that we try trying to, to coordinate with your guests and with, with you uh, and with your third-party services around each check-in. A lot of our customers use lock boxes or smart locks, and some of them even use um, their own special key holder. And we just coordinate with that key holder, or we coordinate with that, the guests around uh, the instructions to where uh, the keys are and how to access a property. If you think about it, there are so many options for people uh, to access properties these days and not necessarily you need to be there in person uh, to give um, your guests the keys in person. A lot of the experience that people expect is because they are used to hotels and hotels, you normally get keys in person. But Airbnb has brought the sharing economy to a state that people are expecting a new experience and some of those experiences doesn't require... Uh, a person to be actually in the property, on location, and that's partially where we are able to offer our low prices to to our customers. Oh, that's incredible.
0: Yeah, because I think that is the biggest stumbling block for a lot Mm -hmm. of new hosts, and that's amazing that you guys handle it, but that also makes sense. Now, when you you talk about... I also want to... Oh, go ahead.
1: Sorry for interrupting. I also want to note that we are launching a new uh, part of our website soon. will be called Academy and the first uh, lesson in that Academy or the first part of that curriculum is going to be about key exchanges and we're gonna name all the options we know of and there are more than 10 and uh, help people choose the right one for them and also uh, build a strategy around the keys
0: amazing well you actually that was going to be my next question is if you had to say right if you had to give a couple recommendations as far as because we also have a section in our book Uh, get paid for your pad we have a section in our book dedicated to keyless entry systems we just recently stayed at a place in Las Vegas that had one and it was so easy and and wonderful and seamless what are your recommendations for if you could just give us a couple for keyless entry systems that you think are terrific and, and reasonably priced well,
1: it really depends on each so each of those properties because a lot of those times, people rent their place on Airbnb, they're not the landlords, and they're not allowed to switch the, the locking mechanism, and therefore, they need to choose a keyless system that doesn't require installation from the outside, only from the inside and so forth. Uh, I think that the, the best solution is to mix a lot of the options, like installing a keyless system plus having a lockbox somewhere for security and also having some backup plans. Um, Sometimes plans uh, don't work out, and having an emergency option is is the
0: wisest choice uh, that's a great suggestion so if, for example I, I think what you mean is like let's say the keyless entry system malfunctions for some reason you have an overriding lockbox and a key available right is that what you're referring correct. to
1: correct and also i I said that some places are not even uh, installing a um, automatic or electronic uh, keyless system is not e- nearly an option because of wiring where they don't even have permission from the landlord. So it, it really depends on the, each of those properties. I had experience with many of them, and some of them are really great, and uh, some of them are, are just okay, but I, I guess that um, it will be part of our academy experience. So uh, if people will go to our website and, and uh, ch- go to the academy section, they will see some of the reviews
0: Okay, amazing. Real quick, can you just give a plug for your website?
1: Uh, sure. Our website is www.guesty.com.
0: Guesty as in guest with a Y in there. Okay, perfect. And when the Academy is up, will people be able to find that from the homepage or is there a. Second? Yes. Okay. All right. It's going to be uh,
1: right in the menu right next to the blog.
0: Ah, uh, okay. So tell us, uh, and tell us a little bit about your blog.
1: Well, our blog is a really interesting experience to write because we are learning so much each day, both from our customers and both from the industry. And uh, having a blog to share uh, these realizations uh, with the world is really tremendously successful because we both um, find new customers that way and we also share a lot of the the learning and get some comments and learn more from them. So it's it's really... um, eye opening about how much they this uh, community is eager to learn and how much they eager to share with each other
0: and for current hosts is is your blog a good resource for getting tips on on different questions <laughs> about hosting
1: yeah we try to keep uh, some of the sections in our blog about like fun and entertainment like um, how uh, what kind of books that you should keep on your pr- place for your guests to, to read when they when they come and like Uh, travel books or even coffee table books and and stuff that will be entertaining for your guests, but also we have some actual tips on um, um, how to prepare your place for new guests and and also uh, news about the industry and stuff like that, so...
0: That's terrific. Actually, the the book recommend. So again, in our book, we have we have similar sections as well. But the book recommendation in being naming specific books, that's a great idea. And so, is it normally tourist type books that you recommend, or do you, do you even have some fiction books that you just think are universal good reads? Yeah, we we normally
1: uh, recommend to our hosts or our customers to have books that they they prefer the most. Because staying in the Airbnb, it's a lot about the the experience, the connection with the host, and a lot about the atmosphere and the authenticity of that uh, stay. So, having your favorite book on the table, on um, on your even on your desk is it's something that
0: uh, give a little bit of your characteristics passed along. So, that's really cool. It's a great suggestion. <laughs> so, you've probably talked to lots of people. You've gotten a lot of data and information. What is the biggest or the few biggest mistakes that you routinely see hosts making?
1: Mm-hmm. So number one is obviously about the photos they put on their Airbnb. A lot of them don't put too much attention on putting good photos up. And Airbnb has this service of taking uh, photos professionally for you, but the, the, the problem with it is it takes so long until they go up. So I recommend people, if they take it seriously, to, to, to take the time on getting some quality photos up. Um, the, this can't be emphasized more because this is the most um, effective or cost effective to your listing because people don't read a lot of the, the text on your listing, but they first go over all the photos. And uh, we've seen so many people ask questions about listings that are right there. They're written black on white and people just don't read it. But if it was on the photos, people notice. So, I strongly recommend people to, to don't um, neglect good quality photos.
0: I see. So kind of what you're saying is even if you include stuff in the description, let's say about amenities or things like that, the idea is to try and capture everything in the photos. Is that right? Because people don't really read? Yes. Them. Okay. It's very interesting. Now, for people, if you say that, okay, we'll take the photos themselves as opposed to using the service, which does send out professional photographers, do you have any... Obviously t- I-
1: I recommend people to still use Airbnb service because when people uh, take it themselves, they don't get the verified by Airbnb uh, credentials, which also helps with the rankings of their listing. So I recommend to do both. Uh, Uh, First, you take their professional photos themselves and also ask Airbnb to upload. Uh, And to bring their own professional photographer.
0: Okay, perfect and for people who are beginning the process and taking photos themselves Before the photographer comes over. Do you have any tips as far as how to get the lighting correct or how to make sure you have nice photos?
1: That's a great idea
0: for another blog post. Thank
1: you for that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But um, yeah, obviously taking photos at daylight is much better than the nighttime and also keep it landscape because photos and um that are not landscape or normally tend to be very small and, and people neglect them um also if you have specific items that you think are um notable and and should be mentioned like if you have a cat or if you have um some specific pet that you, you like your guests will encounter it's really important to to have a photo of them as well uh not necessarily on the top five photos that you have but it definitely should be one of those there because then your guests will know what to expect, and you don't get uh, some cat people if you have a cat. Um, another, another idea is, is to frame your, your place. So obviously, organize it before you take some photos. We've seen so many people take photos with all the cluster, and it obviously doesn't uh, necessarily um, take people' attentions on a positive way. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll work on a new blog post on it, and I'll send you a link.
0: Awesome. You can uh, list me as, a co- uh, inspir- <laughs> as an inspirational person, right? Maybe not a co-writer. Of course. Awesome. Okay, so now w- you, let's say there's people who are listening to you right now, and they're on the <laughs> fence about hosting. They say, I've thought about it, but I'm not sure. And now they're, they're, we've told them about your amazing service. What can you tell them as far as why they should do it, why they should make the leap? Well, if they
1: use Guesty, they really don't need to, to, to do most of the work themselves. Besides the preparation up front and the, just getting the, the stuff ready, like buying the, the extra set of linen and buying the lockbox, for example, they, they really don't need to do anything themselves. And, and they just get another set of income from it. So it's pretty much a no-brainer to just even to give it a shot. Uh, we also screen potential guests for people so they can tell us what type of guests they feel comfortable with. And therefore, they don't necessarily need to get people uh, that they, they don't feel comfortable with at their place because a lot of time people are on the fence because they are afraid of having strangers in their place. And if, if you tell them uh, that they can choose uh, or approve each guest themselves still, and even so, they they much uh, more likely to
0: try it. Got you. <laughs> now, and... When you work with hosts, do you work with people who have apartments, condos, houses, all of the above, or is there any limitations to what you guys will work with? Well,
1: we've seen so many types of places we uh, we currently manage, um, even a hostel now that is considering signing up, and we've been in communication with them for a couple of time. Um, yeah, we have from any, anywhere from a whole building to a, just a condo and apartment, and even some rural condos uh they are not like close to any other vicinity so
0: and when you work when you do have apartments let's say where somebody's renting it do you are you usually in contact with the landlord as well or just the tenant
1: well it depends on our customer if our customer wants us to, uh, to, to contact the landlord we can do it it's important to know that our customer is the, the the is the top priority for us and if he if he's a renter and not the landlord it's his choice to, to rent his place on Airbnb. We just follow and help him on, on fulfilling his wish. Got you. Terrific. I
0: Amir, mean, thank you so much for joining us today. Now, uh, I know you gave your website today in case people didn't get a chance to write it down. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give it one more time. It's Sam. T as in Terry, y.com, that's guestie.com. Now, if people want to reach out to you or anybody at your company to ask questions, what's a good email address? It's hello at guestie.com, and they can also uh, click the contact uh,
1: tab on our website, and there is a mailbox option from there. And for all of your subscribers who wish to try us out, uh, if you sign up with the referral code GPFYP as get paid for your pad, get a, a trial period for 14 days. That uh, even even if you get bookings, you won't pay for three percent. Even if it's uh, um, more than the three dollars minimum. minute.
0: Okay, terrific. All right, guys, you heard it here. This is the CEO and co-founder of Guesty. For more information or to get those links, just in case you didn't get a chance to write them down, you can get. All that stuff at the show notes. You can find our show notes at www.getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash podcast. And to check out the first three chapters of our book for free, go to getpaidforyourpad.com. Also, check out our book on Amazon, top seller in bed and breakfast category. Just go to Amazon and search for Get Paid for Your Pad. Remember, new episodes are out every Monday and Thursday. Thanks again so much for joining us. See you next time. Later. thank now. you for having me. Thank you so much. Get paid for your pet. 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 Get paid for your pet.